there is a spider on my microphone. <laughs> it is crawling. <gasps> it's dropping down. It's very small. I'm not afraid. It's fine. You're fine. I will walk into the valley of darkness and I will not fear death. Don't shift your way. Don't stare. And for God's sake, whatever you do. Hello and welcome to March Bradness. I'm Sarah. I'm Hannah. And this is the world's only March Madness-style Brad Pitt-themed podcast, where we pit every Brad Pitt movie against one another in a quest to find the ultimate Brad. Uh, This is not a spoiler-free podcast. Brad Pitt, especially in these movies, was in the beginning, the middle, and the end. So if you don't want to be spoiled, turn back now. Stop. Turn back time. Turn back time. Go back. Age backwards. Ah! Ah! If you're not a big whiny baby, forge on ahead because we got some goods for you. Good stuff. Sarah is congested? Yeah, I'm a little congested. I just spent nine days in North Carolina. I'm allergic to that state, but (laughs) we're here. Anyway. Today we are pitting the curious case of Benjamin Button against the favor. So, um, I guess first up we should talk about the curious case of Benjamin Button. I'm awful curious to hear your thoughts on it. Have you ever thought about how being old is kind of like being young? Uh, no. Okay, well I guess I'm a lot smarter than you are, because I think that a lot. (laughs) I think someone needs to make a movie to tell me about that. It's like I kind of really get it, you know? If I could watch a movie where like someone is born as a tiny old man baby, and then dies as a regular baby, but with the brain of an old man, I think I'd really understand that metaphor. I think so too. I think also CGI was like kind of just getting started, and I, I think we should fucking go hog wild like i am really seeing cgi as the future like you can take one actor and you can make it look older or younger yeah so why would you hire more actors if you could just like fucking slap some until you get them to their being like 16 ish and then you have to hire a kid yeah instead of going fucking all the way and cgiing brad pitt into a baby which is what (laughs) they should have done i would pay big bucks i would pay my six dollars to buy this used criterion collection dvd version of curious case of benjamin button if they cgi'd him to be a tiny infant child we bought that movie and then i rented it and i watched it on a plane and i was ashamed i was filled with shame i think we should tell the people the plot i think just so. They know so they don't have to see it curious case of benjamin button is based off of a short story by f scott fitzgerald it stars brad pitt as the titular benjamin button um <laughs> that's the word sarah's laughing because i said tit it's a bad word um <laughs> you said a swear <laughs> So Brad Pitt is Benjamin Button. Uh, Benjamin Button is born shortly after the end of World War One, and he comes out the womb in the body of a tiny old man, and it's horrifying. It's just as bad as you're expecting. It's if really not spooky worse. and really gross. He kind of looks like a little maggot. Yeah, it's not good. They like really heavy, heavy CGI those jowls. His his birth mother's dying wish was that his father promised that the baby had a place to stay. What's the first thing he fucking does? He drops that baby off at an old people home. Well, first he tries to throw it in the river. Oh, yeah, that too. This guy ain't no good. Mm Mm-mm, he's bad dad. So then he drops him off at an old people home, and he's adopted by a lovely lady named Queenie, who's the best character in the whole movie, and she adopts Brad Pitt's creepy baby old man body. (laughs) And then we watch Brad Pitt grow 
old slash young throughout the course of the film. It's a real kicker for him because he is aging backwards, so it's real hard for him to maintain a relationship. Everyone is like, you're 70 years old, and then he's like, nope, I'm actually 12. If you're thinking like, gosh, this seems like it would pose some uncomfortable situations and implications, you know, because it's a 70-year-old man attracted to like a little six-year-old girl, you are absolutely correct. They did have that as a romance going on. And I did have to watch it once again on the plane. If you saw me on a flight from Raleigh-Durham to Chicago, I was not watching it, like, because I wanted to. I was watching it for you, Dad. I was watching it for you. The, the main, like, plot of this movie, it's a whole framing device told by the old woman, Daisy, played by Kate Blanchett, that he is, you know, it's the main romantic interest throughout this movie. And it's just about how they keep falling apart and coming back together at different points in their lives and they're never quite the right age. Mm -hmm. The whole point of this story is that you're never quite the right age for anything and you should just like live your life and you're never too old to stop having experiences. Nothing is perfect forever. All that good love stuff. Love a wife you're proud of. And yeah. If you can, I hope you have the strength to start over again. <laughs> I didn't know that that quote was from this movie. It's like a solid quote. It is. I'd seen it around the net, and I was always like, oh, yeah, it sounds like it was said by somebody smart. Yeah, said was, it was said by Brad Pitt, the smartest man of all. Oh, he is so smart. <laughs> let's talk, about, let's talk about that boy. Yeah, let's talk about Brad. Brad Pitt in it. Spends a lot of time as a CGI old man baby. Oh my god. Probably most of the film as a CGI old man baby. To the point when you get to like 60 year old Brad Pitt and just standard old age makeup, you're like, hell yeah, he's so fucking hot. <laughs> when he was like 50, I was excited. This movie is three hours long. <sighs> he does not get hot until I'm gonna say the last 30 minutes. And uh, then he's only in it for like 20. Ugh. Yeah, so he's like a creepy CGI baby man. His head is really big. Like, the whole time. Like, the body is really small. You know in Captain America, the first Avenger, when they Photoshop Chris Evans' head on a scrawny little person's body, but his head is still real meaty because he's a big, meaty dude? And you're like, something's not right about this. And then he turns into a big, meaty dude, and you're like, ah, now his head is the right size. It's like that, but the whole fucking movie. And he's really <laughs> old, and it's really annoying because it's like, why do you have Brad Pitt, arguably one of the hottest people in the world, people's sexiest man alive, 1994, <laughs> and then fucking turn him into a creepy old man baby? Okay, but here's the thing. When he gets hot, oh. he gets hot. And oh. I'm not even the boy lover. Oh, I know I said that I don't want to do the boy lover segments anymore because I find it reductive and, like, a little insulting. But <laughs> let me tell you, he's so fucking hot when he is prime Brad. He's like, okay, so first of all, imagine. It's like that sick aesthetic period of time between the 50s and 60s when everyone was like full-on James Dean, Marlon Brando, white shirt, high-ish waisted jeans, motorcycles and he shit. He very James Dean. It was like, oh my god, he was so hot. He had like the perfect hair. Yeah. It was like, it was so good. 2008 Brad was, was like feeling his fucking oats. He could feel could... anyone's oats. <laughs> They'd be like, hell yeah. Oh my god. No, it is a prime Brad. If we could bottle that Brad and keep it, I think that is truly his peak, his prime look. Yeah. It's so good. But you know what? We are not here to talk about looks. Well, we kind of are. We kind of are. It's the part. I'm not going to say it's not influences. <laughs> it's not a big part of the Bradness. <laughs> Here's what I recommend. If you really like when Brad Pitt does voices, absolutely watch this movie because he does literally every Brad Pitt voice. When he first started talking, I was like, holy shit. I have a question for you, Hannah. Yeah. 
did they CGI his voice in the very beginning? Like, did they deepen it when he was an old man? It's like a voiceover. Because yeah. I don't, I think this creature was entirely CGI'd. It was like an old man with the vocabulary of a child. And it was Brad Pitt's voice, but something was... Oh, when he started sounding like a toad man? Something was horribly like wrong. Creature. He went, he went, hey, guys, what's going on? Mama, how much longer I got? Just be thankful for what you're giving here. Yeah? You're already here longer than you're supposed to. It was it was rough. I guess one of the frustrating things about this movie is that there are a lot of like working components. I'm thinking about and this is a tangent, but I really do want to say it. Like the scene where Brad is giving that monologue about like if one thing had been different, things would have been different. Like that was that's my shit, but it's like seems really meandering. Yes. And like it doesn't go anywhere. Like if this was in a different movie, this would be perfect. Yeah, that's how I felt about a lot of it. There it did some cool stuff. It you could tell that it was thoughtful. And it is, and it does some interesting things. Yeah. And there are part like I, I I really dig. Like Brad and Kate were great together. They have really good chemistry. I want to see more Brad Kate movies. Uh, honestly, I never would have thought of that when he's dropping it in the bed yeah. and they're like they have the mattress on the floor oh like we God. lived on that mattress i'm like put oh, me there that was great that's my ideal they finally kate blanchett and brad pitt finally connect at the right age you know and they have a little tryst for a couple of years they meet up again and they're like wow you're hot i'm hot let's fucking bone down all the fucking time and get yeah. married and buy a little house together it's great um yeah, no, they had great chemistry, and that was fun. When Brad is allowed to be young and flirty, he does great. Not even young, just like in his 40s. Middle-aged. <laughs> yeah. Middle-aged. It would have been tough for anyone to pull off, and I think he did fine. He's a strong actor, you know? it's He goes through the old man, young baby boy thing well. I just, I, I, I said this before, but I'm going to say it again. It's... Of technically very proficient movie. It is, on paper, a good movie. Brad Pitt, great actor. Kate Blanchett, great actress. Uh, David Fincher, great director. Uh, well-written screenplay. It looks good. It's well-edited. The CGI is very good for 2008. But it's just the core concept is so just not something that needs to be visual. No. It raises questions that you wouldn't ask while reading it. Yeah. Because you are seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. It was really uncomfortable to visualize. And it's hard when you're doing it as a movie like that. Like they later explain, like there's a part in the movie where Brad goes to a brothel. And in the movie, he is, he looks about 70, but he's acting like a kid. He's being very naive. And it's not explained until after he goes to the brothel that he's supposed to be, like, the equivalent of 17. And so you're watching this thinking that it's, like, the mind of a 10-year-old, you know? And mm -hmm. it's just super uncomfy. And if it was a book, it would have been fine. Yeah, because he could have been like, I was 17, when? Yeah. But instead, you're just like, whoa, this is not great. Again, really embarrassing plain movie. <laughs> just really... Not recommended to watch on the plane. Oh, Brad Pitt. Okay, so Brad Pitt and Kate Blanchett have a baby together. Yeah. Um, 
And then he fucking ditches. <laughs> he's like, I don't need you raising two of us. And then he ditches when he still has a solid 20 years in order before things get weird and he turns into a teenager. This is bullshit. And it's- I did the math. And he was like 48 when he had the baby, which means that aging backwards, things wouldn't get weird until they were both in their mid-20s. Yeah. Which she would have been an adult and yeah. would have been able to have this conversation and understand that yeah. her dad is aging backwards. He yeah. He would have been able to raise the child. Like, yeah. He would he would have known, and he's like, "No, Kate, I I can't have you raising two of us." And he goes on a fucking spirit journey. Yeah, he goes off to India and stuff. I'm like, "What is this?" And he didn't even get to see any Brad butt. <laughs> no Brad butt. They cut away. It was fade to black every single time. The message of this movie is dads ain't shit because all the dads either die or abandon their children. That's true. Uh, all of the most important and wholesome relationships are with women, uh, which makes it fit very neatly in the David Fincher canon. You are are lasering through the David Fincher mask, and I'm, again, so excited to watch Fight Club with this lens. This is so... When you see it, you'll ship When you realize David Fincher fucking hates men... And that his movies are so, 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 so easily misread through the film bro lens. And then you realize that David Fincher fucking hates those people and wants them to die. You're like, David Fincher, true feminist ally. Hannah's eyes are wide open and she's like (sighs) clenching her fists and shaking. (laughs) David Fincher is my favorite director because he hates men so much. It's so great. (laughs) But he makes really cool, like, fucking dope-ass, like, boy movies. But for girls. It's true. It's true. He, He, the... The main characters of his movies are, like, white dudes, but... He doesn't like them. He doesn't like them. He does not like Benjamin Button. Benji Button, he's a, he's a right fucking jackass. Yeah. It's true. It's true. It's not super sympathetic to him as a character, which I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Because uh, he's not. He's not a great dude, Mr. Benji Butt. And we don't get to see his butt, so we don't know what it looks like. That's true. Could be. He could have an old man butt his entire life. <laughs> it was we never... Know. It was never explained. Um... <sighs> Yeah, it's it's a movie. I'm I'm not gonna necessarily recommend it. He does a fine job. Yeah, it, but you know, it's a feature film, Brad. It's a main character feature film, Brad. He moves the movie along. He is really good with Kate, and the rest of the time he's a CGI old man baby. Speaking of old man babies, <laughs> how is Brad Pitt? He looks so buff in real life. <laughs> Start a fight club, Brad reputation. I don't have my phone. I can't. Okay, Google. Insert. Okay, Google. Here. Um, Rich sent me a tweet the other day. Shout out to Rich Gill. He is a cool dude. I babysit his kid and is a friend of the show. Uh, sent me a link to, I believe it is a GQ article, which is Brad Pitt has never looked hotter. And it's talking about Brad Pitt going into his studio uh, with his coffee. Is this true? I want to look up this modern Brad really quick because I haven't seen it, so I can't weigh in very well. Oh, and I'm he gonna, looks good. I'm going to give you a non-biased. I'm going to say GQ has Brad Pitt ever looked hotter. I'm going to tell you unbiased professional opinion. Brad Pitt has never looked hotter while grabbing iced coffee in LA. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and say. He has looked hotter. I think he's a little... He's got kind of a beard going on. He is, he's got that post-divorce depression beard. Yeah. He's growing He's growing back. His muscles are coming back. He's, he's flourishing. 
He seems to be recovering well from whatever was getting his goat. He's going, he's coming back like a little chia pet. Uh, he is sprouting, but I would not call this his hottest look. It's not bad, but it's no dark side of the sun. And that is my professional opinion. I agree. Yeah. He's getting, the goatee is getting a little close to that. Yeah. That period of time he was going where he had the beads in his goatee. Yeah. Which is, I'm going to go ahead and say right away here, Brad, that was your worst look. The worst look that ever. That was so bad. The goatee reminded me of like, you know, when you have to snake the shower drain. Oh my God, gross. But like, am I wrong? No. Ew! <laughs> You're pulling out the hair from the shower drain and then you see two little beads and you keep pulling his <laughs> Brad Pitt. <laughs> he says hello! Don't mind me, I've just been living here post-divorce. <laughs> I'm let... going through a time. <laughs> I would let him retweet if you would let Brad Pitt stay in your shower. Like if you would tell him to mosey on out. <laughs> He's so freaking cute in Dark Side of the Sun. <laughs> so cute. You know, it's really, it's it's difficult to rank the hotness of Brad. Someone did do a list, a ranking of, like, the hottest Brad Pitts. Oh, they I saw that. They were terribly, terribly wrong. I mean, not necessarily wrong. It just wasn't comprehensive. I just, I wish they'd reached out to us. As the foremost Brad Pitt experts yeah. in the United States, besides Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie and also Brad Pitt's children yeah. and also people who know Brad Pitt personally, yeah, uh, such as the Pitt family. <laughs> uh, we know a lot. I, I believe at the time of this pitting that we have seen 22 to 24 Brad Pitt movies. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like we've definitely seen more Brad Pitt movies than George Clooney has. Wow. Has George Clooney seen Dark Side of the Sun? And he calls himself a friend. Best friend. He calls himself the godfather of Brad Pitt's children. Or he vice calls Brad person. Pitt the godfather of his children, and he hasn't seen Dark Side of the Sun? Allegedly. <laughs> Again, here on Brad Reputation, are we telling the truth? I don't know. It's mostly just an excuse to talk about how fucking hot Brad Pitt is right now. <laughs> I feel like that's all this episode has been. <laughs> but is that wrong? No. I, why are people listening? Do you guys want to drop us a line? Do you like us talking about Brad Pitt being hot? I think they do. I think so, too. That's I why think, I would listen. I think the people I think we offer know. interesting film insights and an uh, excuse to think and Google pictures of Brad Pitt. Yeah. Think people like if they don't like it they yeah. can message us and we can talk about other stuff yeah speaking of how hot brad pitt is you know what movie he looks great in the favor the favor okay so you know how justin bieber looks really fucking high in his optical aviators yes good good answer <laughs> um Imagine that, but a million times hotter because it's fucking Brad Pitt and he's like drawing you with your YSL lipstick in his cool industrial loft because he's an artist. You're not even mad. Well, you're a little mad because it was YSL, but it's Brad Pitt. Yeah. And he just drew you. Yeah. Don't he, be ungrateful. Yeah. Shirtless. Shirtless. After boning down. Yeah. You went to the bone zone together. And he's an artist and he's a successful artist. Yeah. So The Favor, 1994, is a rom-com. Back when rom-coms were good. Yeah. Remember before we had Failure to Launch and 10 Things I Hate About You? Don't get mad at me for saying that. And like, if you think it's a good movie, go watch it again. Because I feel like you last watched it in the 90s. And you're going to be disappointed <laughs> in yourself. 10 Things I Hate About You? Yes. It's yeah. not good. Yeah. This is a good rom-com. This one's really good. I guess like a quick summary. A woman is going to her 15-year high school reunion upcoming. And it is awakening a lot of thoughts she's having, a lot of steamy thoughts she's been having 
about her high school boyfriend who she never boned down with. And he was really hot. He was like a football player. She was a cheerleader, whatever. She has this adorable, kooky husband who's played by that guy. You know, the one from Independence Day. They have kids together. They have a perfect marriage, according to everyone. But she still has these steamy dreams about Tom, her ex-boyfriend. What could it mean? What could it mean? It could probably mean that she wants to bone Tom. She has her best friend who is just sort of like having casual stuff with hot dudes. And her friend is currently having a casual thing with Brad Pitt who plays 26-year-old artist Elliot, the first good Brad Pitt name ever. 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 Of all time. Ever. Except for maybe Tristan. Yeah. And the the friend's name is Emily, right? Yeah. Okay. I think Emily and Elliot, and then Kathy, I think. The main character. The blonde one. So Emily and Elliot are having a nice thing. They break up, and Emily is going to Denver, because she runs an art gallery, uh, and she has to go do a thing. And... Kathy is like, just go see Tom, my ex-boyfriend, just just to see what he looks like. Like, make, tell me he's like horribly ugly and blah 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 blah. Turns out he's super fucking hot and good at the, the bed, but he's actually <laughs> good at the bed. <laughs> good at the bed. Good at making beds. Yeah, a real rustic man. He is a real man. They say uh, he's not actually hot. He's actually, he looks like a wolf man. He looks like a caveman. <laughs> he looks like who your mom thinks is hot from like the 70s. He's the got 80s. like a, a long face, chiseled jaw, long dark hair, stubble. Not good. Not Off brand Fabio. Yeah. Um, especially since super hot Brad Pitt is there. And then it turns out that Emily is pregnant. She's pregnant. How do baby form? <laughs> how do ba- How do baby form? <laughs> and then she and Kathy go through like some arguing and stuff. There's a bunch of comedy of errors, miscommunication, dramatic irony going on. Uh, and then everything's solved, and it's Brad Pitt's baby. And he and Emily learn how to be a family, and it's really cute. Yeah. Uh, it's a wholesome film. It's really, it's an hour and a half. I cannot recommend it enough. It is so cute and wholesome. It's nice to the women, even though they're goofing up. Yeah. Like, at the end of the film, Kathy communicates with her husband, and she's like, this isn't your fault. Like, this is my problem. Yeah. I don't know why I'm having these feelings, but, like, we're going to work it out. Yeah. And then they go to the Bone Zone in the hotel. Yeah. It's a movie about the importance of communication. It really is. This little hilarious thing about this movie, throughout the whole film, Brad Pitt, this little dopey 26-year-old artist who Emily is complaining, she's like, you're not mature enough for me, and like, I want something real. He's the only person in this whole movie that's communicating. There's yeah. this great scene at the end where it all comes together, and like, everybody ends up in Colorado and converges at the hotel room, and is like, what the hell is going on? And Brad is like, Peter, Kathy, just tell me. Is Kathy in Denver? Yes. She's with Tom. Peter went off to find her. He hit me in the face. Now you and I, we're going to talk, Em. Kathy's with Tom? Bingo. Explains the whole situation. And then they team up. They go and everyone understands what's happening. It solves the dramatic irony, which is really nice. Yeah. He does it a couple times, and yeah. when he, he, like, has a nice conversation with Emily, and is like, you know, yeah. he's like, you know, I want you to give me a chance. Yeah, it's like this really nice scene where he, like, goes up to her in her office uh, after finding out that she's pregnant, and she didn't want to tell him, because she thought he was immature, and he's like, you need to, if I was auditioning for something, you have to let me know that I'm auditioning for it. Yeah, you like, need to give me the opportunity to rise to the occasion. Yeah, which was, like, really sweet. Like my status, if you would give Brad Pitt the opportunity to rise to the occasion. Motherfucking like. Thank you. This movie, unlike Benjamin Button, 
really has Brad Pitt coming through as a dad. He absolutely, I don't think I've ever seen a man in a movie that has been as good at communication and as willing to try as this little Definitely. dopey Brad Pitt. Like he's yeah. just bumming around at his art gallery and stuff, but he's very earnest. Yeah. And when he finds out she's pregnant, he's excited. And yeah, he he's like, to... wow, scary, but you know, I can do it. I can do it. Which is really refreshing to see in a movie. Definitely. And, and like a character of that sort of genre. Yeah. Because so often it's like, well, I don't Oh no! Yeah, and it turns out the dude that Kathy's been lusting after is the one that's like, oh gosh, I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah, and little Brad Pitt, like Kathy's husband, is coming after him and is like, what the heck, man? And he's like, oh, let me explain this to you. (laughs) Let me let me give you the rundown here. (laughs) There's there's no like, it's not what it looks like in this film. It's just it's just Brad Pitt communicating, communicating honestly and openly. Yes. It's really, it's really, he's a good Brad, too. He's not doing a voice. No voice. No voice, Brad. It's really nice. the Lord. Brad, I love you. I do not know how this Brad Pitt, I feel like this one is getting swept under the radar. Definitely. I've never heard of this film before. Not at all. Having to watch it. And it is a a prime Brad. Absolutely. He's peak hot. He's got the little little aviators. He's shirtless a lot. He gets punched in the face twice. Uh Uh-huh. Which. Oh, oh, do you have something to say? No. (laughs) Drink water. All right. Uh, (laughs) He. Are you sure you don't have anything to say? It's really hot. (laughs) Anyway, Um, he's playing kind of a quintessential Brad character, where he is kind of a clueless little dum dum, Mm -hmm. kind of a young dopey guy, himbo, if you will. A himbo? What's that? Uh, A male bimbo. He's playing a himbo, but unlike the Mexican, et cetera, et cetera, he is sympathetic. Yeah, that Brad is going to be fucking there for you. Yeah, he is the ideal man. Yeah. Artist. Yeah. Sensitive. Has gallery shows. Yeah, successful. Uh, Ripped. Wears glasses. Cares about you because yeah. he knows what he's got. Yeah. He's, he's like, not you're so fucking cool. He's not going to be like, I could do better. He's going to be like... I fucking worship the ground that you walk on. I know. That's really nice. I feel like regular Brad is like that. And I'm sad about Angelina. He did worship the ground she walked on. Yeah, I think he still does. Brad is absolutely a ride or die. I'm a ride or die for Brad. (laughs) Me too. I would take two bullets to the butt for him. One of each cheek. You'd only take one for Justin Bieber. I would not take physical violence for Brad. I would maybe get punched. I think I would get... Well, I don't know if I'd even get punched in the face. Uh, you know, what can Doesn't I say? sound like the host of a Brad Pitt podcast to me. <gasps> I love him, but I'm not. I'm, I just, I don't, I love him very much, but I'm not a boy lover. And so it's hard for me to say that. Kate Blanchett, you could shoot me in the arm, I think. You would risk nerve damage? Yeah, in, in one arm. F- Carly Rae Jepsen? Cut off a leg. Carly Rae Jepsen, I love you so much. I would die for you. Anyway. Sarah says that probably four times a week. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we support Brad Pitt. Here in this house. In this house. In this house, we love and support Brad Pitt. I want to make a cross stitch about that. That's so funny. That's really That's really cute. good. I'll do it. Yeah, I really don't know what else to say. In terms of like comparing the two films... 
I feel like there's basically an equal amount of Brad in both of them. Uh, well, except for the fact that Benjamin Button is three hours long. Yeah, I, he's like a tiny baby child, I and know. there's a lot of like the the, the this is what old I'm, lady. This is what I'm saying. Like, I don't even want to look at old man Brad as Brad, and I know that you have to yeah. because he is still voiced by Brad. Yeah. Well, I mean, like they like CGI'd him. Well, yeah. He's like a, he's they, they did the thing where they put the dots I on know. his face and it is Brad. I know. It just like it, it just sucks it's yeah. so shitty but even if you just took the hot normal brad it's still it's it's the voice and it's the historical brad <laughs> i don't History know brad. i don't know why i am surprised by this but i am because like yeah. this is a big budget it's david fincher yeah i've never heard of the favor yeah and like dopey rom-com whatever i'm sure he's gonna be a charming but mediocre brad mm-hmm. he wasn't he yeah. had the chops in yeah. benjamin button it, you know he was doing fine but he wasn't really bringing it yeah he was i, I feel like he was bringing it like i feel like he carried the film it was just like he's not the character that i would go to bat for in that film i feel like both of these brads are quintessentially Brad, but Benjamin Button Brad is quintessentially voice Brad. And it's like, he, he, he goes balls to the walls for it. It's just really missing the mark of what the people want. Balls to the wall in the wrong direction. Balls to the ground. <laughs> balls to the floor. <laughs> yeah, it's the voice. He can't do the voice. Brad, listen. It's like when he's trying to be deep. It's like he's being fake deep. It does. It comes across as very, when he's like, I hope you live a life you're proud of. And if you don't, I hope you have the strength to start over again. It's like, oh, that profound quote sounds so fake deep coming from this man. I can't take it seriously. He does not excel at these serious, he has to, he has to be allowed to be goofy. Yeah, he has to. And like, I think that plays into the fact that, like, the part where he really shined, the part where he, like, did the best, was that scene where there was no real dialogue and he was just allowed to be goofy and, like, cute newlywed with Kate Blanchett yes. in the house. Yeah. That it, was so great. That was amazing. And, that and they were, felt, like, dancing. Yeah. Oh. It felt authentically newlywed. It was really... It was, oh. it was special. Melt my heart. I'm like, I want the eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he excels. And he did not get to be that in Benjamin yeah. Button. And he can be, I feel like he can pull off serious if he's also allowed to play around a bit. Yeah. It's like he has to find it for himself. I don't know. I think it was just too much to carry. Like, not that he's not able to carry it. He does fine. And I don't think anybody else could have done a better job. Right. It it was just a hard role to play. Yeah. Again, it's a movie that kind of shouldn't have been made. No. It was setting everybody up for failure. I reiterate that, like, I would watch the movie that Benjamin Button was if it had been a normal aging thing. And then it would have just been, like, a normal, if not a little boring the story of a life but like yeah it's not it, it that, didn't so. it really didn't add anything no. having him age backwards except it gave sarah the olds it gave me the olds this movie made me physically ill <laughs> yeah the winner is the favor congratulations the favor the odds are in your favor hey um yeah i don't really know what else there is to say i didn't offer a sponsorship at all but that's That's okay. If if you want to give us some fucking money, why don't you pony up? Uh, We are valuable. Jump on it. Valuable people. People listen to this podcast all over the world and in almost every state. I'm trying to get Alaska and Hawaii on board. Alaska. If you have a friend in Alaska or Hawaii, please tell them about this podcast because I'm watching that map and I'm just waiting for it. It's like a little virus. It's got to hop 
across the water and get there. Tune in next week for a mini episode a movie Brad Pitt should have been in. And tune in the week after that for our next official pitting, which is Fury versus Contact. Which is not the one Katya likes. It's not the contact with Carl Sagan. I'm so sorry. I love that movie. I say I haven't seen it in a long time. Maybe it's terrible, but like I am such a slut for like first discovery alien movies. Oh my god. I just watched freaking the other one. I don't Arrival. Know. Arrival. That was great. Sorry, that's a tangent. It's not that one, it's a different one. But I'm sure it's still good. Uh if you like us, let us know. Like, support, subscribe. We are on iTunes. We are on Twitter, March Bradness. Facebook, March Bradness. Instagram, March.Bradness. Our website is MarchBradness.net. There you can find our bracket, which we update. We have a spoiler version and a spoiler-free version. We also have a contact form where you can email us and let us know what you think. If you have suggestions for movies that Brad Pitt should have been in, let us know. We will review them. If you want to give a shout-out. Yeah, we'll shout-out. I'll shout you out. Anyway, that's all I have to say yeah, for this have episode. Have a wonderful day, evening, night, whatever. I'm sorry Great I have a cold. I can't control that. Don't hate me. Don't hate me because you, you hate, hate me. me. <laughs> all right. I love all of you. Please be safe. Survive. Survive. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.